Welcome to Intimate Conversations, where we discuss all things spiritual and the growth that comes with it. Hi, my name is Lauren, and I am the creator of Intimate Connections, and this is a podcast for that community. In this episode, I want to dig into some of the things that I've learned uh, during quarantining and I just want to start off the top of the year of 2021 with this conversation and I'm sure you all have done a deep dive into some reflection uh, last year 2020 I know it was a year of that for me and I just want to share some things that you know I was able to process and, and come up with from that experience I hope you enjoy So what I've learned from quarantine, I just want to kind of start off the year with the energy of what I've learned from last year, 2020. Um, And I think it's very appropriate with this being my first episode. So jumping right into the discussion, I would say the first thing I learned from quarantining is I need to travel and live more, you know. Uh, Last year felt very apocalyptic in a lot of ways. And, you know, that's what really got me thinking on, okay, Lauren, what are you, you know, what do you have to show for life at this point if, you know, it was all over tomorrow type of thing. And that probably does sound a little morbid. But for me, I was, you know, I'm in a technically... A relatively new space living in Texas I moved here now four years ago um, which you know time definitely flies but in that period of me moving and adjusting to a new space and environment I kind of uh, shut down and went into a little bit of a hermit mode um, and a lot of it was dealing with feelings of lack and you know scarcity with just being in a new place a new city by myself you know across the country um and you know I moved here I didn't have any family or friends so I was very much you know just dugging it on my own and you know I just got really still like I didn't want to travel I didn't want to go anywhere because you know I was still trying to figure out my work situation um I did not have the experience of having my job relocate me you know I found a job at a temp agency I moved here I found an apartment like I just did it all by myself so um there was a little bit of instability in that that I was not used to um prior to moving to Texas you know I had been at the, the job that I you know started after I graduated college you know that whole time I didn't bounce around to other jobs um, I know some people have that experience where they've had several jobs but just me moving to Texas is when I got that experience of having several different jobs before that I was at the same job I was very comfortable I knew everyone you know management all of that like you know had I stayed I really would have been in a different place technically like with my you know corporate or nine to five career because I really just started over from scratch when I came to Texas so that was really scary so with all that being said it very much led me into just like a space of scarcity and lack so I didn't feel comfortable traveling which traveling is one of my favorite things to do um 
I was fortunate enough to go out of the country my senior year of high school. And from that point, I just knew that I was just about to be, you know, filling my passport up, getting a bunch of stamps and just like traveling the world. And, you know, that didn't really happen like that. Um, As far as like my 20s, I thought my 20s were going to be filled with traveling. And I've done some traveling and, you know, some traveling abroad, but not really what I want and what I see for myself and, you know, things of that nature. So... That was one of the biggest takeaways uh, from quarantining is that, like, I need to get out. Like, I need to see these places before, you know, who knows what traveling will look like, you know, moving into this this space of unknown. So, that was one of the things that I really took away. Um, The second thing that I would say I took away is life can still be great in the midst of chaos. And I will will acknowledge that 2020 was a very stressful year and it was a very, very much a year of the unknown of like, you know, ups and downs. And a lot of people, I probably have walked away from 2020 feeling very glad. I would imagine that it's over while I don't believe that a lot of the things that we're dealing with now on um, a macro or global level will 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 change anytime soon unfortunately it you know even with the economic issues i just uh, you know i don't i don't really know what to say or how to articulate that it was a very challenging year for pretty much everyone but I do strongly believe that not everyone suffered in 2020 financially or um you know as far as gains go and I think that is evident from just the fact that there are people who were fortunate enough to work from home and there are people who still maybe had to go to work because they were essential workers and then there were people who you know were very much exed out of the equation you know totally because maybe their job was dissolved due to uh you know the global issues but as for me I would say that I definitely am so blessed and fortunate and I was able to see that even though there's chaos going on you know on the outside in the world it doesn't have to be that in my home and I was very fortunate and blessed to have a home situation where I could retreat to and I could feel warmed and it you know very much covered me like a blanket and I didn't have to have that feeling of um, discomfort like maybe some people who do not like their home environment for whatever reason and it just really made me grow and appreciate you know my house my sacred space so I would say that was the second biggest takeaway from 2020 and the third thing I would say with my relationships, it showed me that um, I definitely needed time for reflection and to know um, what I want and what I deserve out of my relationships. And I don't even want to say that that's just romantic. I think that that is platonic relationships too. Um, I think you know overall, twenty twenty was just a year of reflection 
But when I reflected on some of my relationships uh, and friendships, it really showed me like, okay, you know, I've done a great job with calling in a lot of the things that I want, you know, out of the relationship dynamics um, that I had, you know, previously called in in 2019. And they very much showed themselves in 2020. But then 2020 was just a time to really sit down and tweak it and be like, okay, so you got this. But now you're kind of sort of missing this or you, you know, maybe didn't recognize that you needed this as much. So just taking that time to edit and know, okay, girl, you are calling in your soul tribe. You're making great connections. You're, you're, you're networking. You're doing all these things. But what do you now? What do you want out of this experience? Before I was just calling in the experience because I wasn't having it. And so now that I've having the experience, what do you want out of this? What do you need out of this? What do you desire? So that was so important for me to be able to sit and reflect on that. Um, and then also knowing that you cannot change anyone or see potential and make them fit in a certain box. And, you know, that goes for romantic relationships, platonic relationships, your family, whatever. You cannot change anyone, point blank, period. And I think coming to that conclusion and resting in that, it for some reason it gave me some type of solace or peace and you know that's really all I can say about that (laughs) I walked away from solace and peace from really gaining the understanding that you cannot change anyone and that's that's it (laughs) the fourth thing I've learned is um or not even really that I learned but something that was an accomplishment for me um while it was very much a year of reflection and stillness um I was able to during that time I was able to read over 10 books so I that was a huge accomplishment for me because in 2019 one of the things that I was uh, manifesting is just reading more I've always loved to read I'm definitely a bibliophile I've been embracing that in 2020 and I'm taking that you know little nugget with me into the rest of my life Um, and I'll get into uh, more about the books that I read and you know how I got to the point of reading over 10 books in um, in another episode but you know, that accomplishment, you know, first of all, it really fed me. It fed my spirit. It fed me in a way that um, I had been missing. I really wasn't, you know, reading leisurely like I should have been um, over, you know, like I said, the time that I moved to Texas because I was just so, like, inundated with other things of survival and, you know, meeting new people and working jobs and getting a job and hating a job and then be like, okay, I need to get a new job. So... You know, 2020 really allowed me to sit and do the thing that I, one of the things that I love the most, which is reading and reading books um, and, you know, and topics and subjects that I love and enjoy, not just something that I feel like I should be reading or let me sit down and read this financial book because I'm trying to start investing. You know, it was very much from a place of this book looks very enjoyable. Let me read it. Let me see, you know, how this feeds me and 
you know, I would say the thing that I learned from that, from reading books that I enjoy is to not feel bad or shamed if, you know, there's a book out there and I don't want to read it or it's just not something that I'm interested in, that I can say that, you know, at this time, I'm really not interested in reading a book of that nature. And it's okay. Like, I don't have to um, want to read it. And also, you know, suggesting books to other people, knowing that they may not be at a place where they're interested in a book like that. Like, I read a lot of um, spiritual kind of esoteric books and everybody is not into that. I read a lot of psychology books. I have my bachelor's in psychology. So everybody is not into that. That sometimes can be a lot of dense reading. And sometimes even myself, I'm like, oh, this is like too much to digest right now. So just knowing that if you start a book and you're not feeling it anymore, you can put it down and you're, you know, definitely make it a point to go back and finish the book if finishing things is like a goal for you or maybe it's an area area for improvement but if you put a book down it's okay like you don't have to read every book from cover to cover because you may pick up a book at a point in your life where you know the page that you left off on is what you really need to receive now in this moment so um you know I had kind of let go of some of those uh, attachments that I had to finishing books or, you know, maybe not reading every book that I picked up from cover to cover. But I'm in a place now where I can just accept that, you know, this is the point that I read to in this book and I'm okay and I can move on to the next book that, you know, I feel led to read and I may read that from cover to cover. So just giving yourself that grace to know that every book that you pick up, pick up is you're not going to read cover to cover because I definitely picked up way more books than I read last year. But it's okay because I still accomplished something that means something to me. And it doesn't have to be as many you know books that I read, but you know, just set those goals for yourself. Um Another thing that I was able to reflect on or learn from the quarantine is it gave me time to realize my talents. It gave me time to realize, you know, my strengths, you know, and to also just dive into my passions more. Like, what sparks my fire? Like, what do I want to learn more about? What do I want to become more proficient in? And it definitely gave me time to do that, which I know for a lot of people it gave, you know, it gave that same energy and um yeah I'll just leave that at that and the last thing that I was able to pull away from 2020 was just bettering myself becoming more well-rounded um another big goal that I walked away from was drinking a gallon of water a day about a gallon of water a day which before I was kind of struggling with that. I had got up to like two liters. I could do like one and a half, one and a half or two liters a day. And that was not very incremental. It was kind of, or it was incremental. It wasn't, you know, consistent. It was more in, um, oh, I ran out of water. I don't feel like going to the store to buy anymore. So, you know, now I'm going all these days without drinking an adequate amount of water. Um, so, to kind of alleviate even my laziness and not wanting to go to the store was that I started getting my water delivered. And for me, it's easier to drink, um, 
the appropriate amount for me right now, which is a gallon in liters. And so I was able to get, you know, liter, you know, water bottles delivered so that I, you know, know, okay, this is how much I need to drink in a week. This is how much I need in a month. And then just get that delivered monthly. And you don't have to worry about trying to go to the store and log, you know, water in and out of the, you know, the house or, you know, whatever that helped me tremendously to be able to drink um, about a gallon of water a day. So I'm very proud and pleased with myself. Overall, I can say looking back at 2020, um, it's been a great year. Like for me personally, not for, you know, a global on a global scale, but on a personal level, um, I've kind of grown leaps and bounds in areas of personal improvement. And, you know, I'm just eternally grateful for the time, you know, to be able to, to grow like that. And, you know, without all of the distractions. So, um, I want to thank everyone for tuning into this episode and uh, there are many more episodes to come. I have some great uh, topics of discussion uh, coming down the line. And I'll be more than pleased if you would continue to join me down this path. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Intimate Connection. And uh, you can email me if you have any questions or if you would like a consultation. I am a Reiki practitioner. Um, or if you just like to learn more about Reiki, you can email me at hellointimateconnections at gmail.com. And I love you. Can't wait to talk. Bye. Yeah.